With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Okay, here we are, guys. Welcome, welcome to this week, Wednesday. So glad to be on the radio as always. And today should be a very, very interesting. I always invite, as you know, people to send me emails to either make comments, ask questions, give me feedback. Uh, request, have requests, requests for healings, whatever you wish is is my command, basically. So, um, so that email is Janet at JanetRichmond.com. So today I'm going to talk about the astral. Now there's a lot of information out there about the astral. I don't know very much about it from other sources other than the higher self. So I'm not here to have a kind of discussion with myself or, or with you about what the astral is, how the higher self information compares to what else is out there. I don't know enough about what else is out there. I'm just completely familiar with the higher self information, and that's what I share. Now, I also, as you know, I never tell you to believe what I say. I just ask you to stand between belief and disbelief and just allow the information to come in. Of course, any beliefs we have, or any disbeliefs we have, create those caps, those limiters that keep us from expanding into beyond those caps into higher frequency levels of understanding. And, you know, once you take it in, then you can say, say, oh, does that make sense? Do you resonate with it or not? This is not about convincing anyone that, that they have to, that any of you have to agree with what I'm saying or any of that. I'm just here to present the information. This is information that changed my life over many, many times, changed many people's lives over that I've worked with over the years. Absolutely, genuinely feel that this information will help anyone and everyone. But everyone is different and everyone is on their own journey. Everyone is unique. And there are many, many, many different modalities out there thank goodness, so there's going to be something for everyone. I want us to get on the same sort of page so that when you hear the healings that I'm going to do, whether it's for an individual or for the planet or for the astral itself, that you'll understand what it is I'm actually healing because I'm going to be including, maybe not every time, but many times, if not most, the astral from now on in the healings because the astral is a very, very powerful energy field because helping the astral helps us. The show is about healing. Today, I'm going to do a healing on the astral itself. Doesn't mean that every single individual is can heal the exact same patterns that I'm going to be healing with the astral. Here's a higher self quote. Um, Force fields of energy are woven around any given planet based on the projection of thought energy placed there by the humanities living upon that planet. Okay, so as you've heard me say, there are many planets, and any planets that house life forms eventually have humanities. And when the humanities arrive, there comes thought. Now, 
This is also a higher self definition. The energy field known as the astral is the symbolic thought form body that surrounds the planet Earth. Just as you, as an individual, carry energy in the form of thought forms based on previous experience, so the planet carries energy, which could be seen symbolically as global thought forms. The astral, then, is part of the human kingdom, okay? It's, but it's part of the energetic side of the human kingdom. We don't, I mean, some people can see the astral, but for the most part, we don't see it, just like we don't see the heaven part. But this is very much a part of the human kingdom, and the astral isn't the same as heaven, but it coexists with heaven, so to speak. It's energetic in nature, and in other words, it's not perceived by our five senses. You know, we, we can't touch it, feel it, see it, except for people who can see energy, hear it, etc. And all human souls upon death move through the astral to get to heaven, move through the sh uh, chakras of the astral to get to heaven. If it's not heaven, what is it? Okay, so what exactly is the astral? Now, you heard from the quote that it could be considered the thought form body of the planet. Symbolically, it's a, a picture of the astral, just to give you a, something to visualize in your head as I talk about it. The astral can be viewed as bands or layers of energy around the planet, okay? You're aware that there are energy bodies that surround our physical body. I talk about the thought form body, the emotional body, the creative body, the habit body. Those are kind of the storage places for thoughts, habit imprints, and emotional blueprints. And the creative body is what carries that creative life force energy that weaves what we manifest in the outer reality using all the, the energetics, all the thoughts, the habits, and the emotional response blueprints using those as the fuel weaves our outer reality and that's why our outer reality reflects perfectly what we carry at the at the energetic levels so what we have now is the astral as bands around the planet earth okay just like our physical body has energy bodies the planet does too now the layers of astral energy can be viewed as the etheric bodies or the force fields of energy around the planet and these, these bands from the lowest moving upward to the highest are contain different frequency levels of thought energy. So the lowest bands, the more dense, they carry darker swirls of negative thought energy. And then the energy progresses up until you get to the higher bands where you have swirls of light, you know, just beautiful, perhaps a uh, pink or might have different colors, but lighter and lighter as you go up. So it moves from the very, very negative up to the, the higher frequency, very, very positive. Let's talk about the energy that it contains. I want to be really clear here. Now, you know, when we think a thought, it creates a real energy immediately that moves into our thought form body. We call it a thought and then the like thoughts we call the thought form. Anyway, <clears throat> But our thoughts go somewhere else. They don't just move into our thought form body. If you think of a radio transmission, the radio transmission is picked up not just by one radio, but many radios. So if you think of our thoughts like that, 
that's really accurate because when we think of thought, it doesn't just go into the thought form body. It goes into the astral as well. Okay? So we sense our thoughts out over the airways just like a radio transmission would or television transmission or whatever. But radio is, is easier to envision because it doesn't have the video. So what we're doing when, whenever we think thoughts is that we're placing thoughts in our thought form body. We're also placing them in the astral plane. Okay? That is the planet's thought receiver. So the astral could be looked at as the thought form body of the planet. And our thought form body could be looked at as the our own personal astral. Okay? So really, it's the same thing. But now we have a astral or a thought form body of the planet that is carrying the thoughts of all humanities of all time. Okay? Just grasp that for a second. There's how many billions and billions of people on this planet? Well, there have been humanities on the planet projecting thoughts for eons of time, millennia of time. I think it's millions of years uh, of time. And all of those thoughts are carried in the astral. A radio doesn't store the music it receives. But our thought form body and the astral does. It holds on to all of that thought energy. And it's it's huge. Now, you have to keep in mind that every single planet that houses the humanities over the human kingdom universe has an astral. Mm-hmm. And in fact, they are all connected. Hard to believe. But the conglomerate astral in the human kingdom universe is immense. Now, we're not going to be dealing with the human kingdom astral because just the astral around our planet alone is enormous. Enormous. You have to understand that even though the Earth has but a drop in the ocean of thought energy in relationship to the enormous uh, conglomerate astral, for us, this, this astral is, has unfathomable power. The energy that it carries, just to remind you guys, is magnetic in nature. Just as all of the thoughts have, as I've explained many times, although if you're new, you may not have heard me say it, all thoughts are magnetic in nature. Each thought has its own unique mag magnetic signature. So like thoughts are drawn to like thoughts. Now, you consider the enormity of the thought energy placed within the astral, you have to understand, or I'm hoping you'll understand, not you have to, the enormous power the astral contains, magnetic power. Now, there are some huge magnets on the planet, actual magnets, like MRIs, for example, use very powerful magnets, magnets and colliders that provide data for the study of atomic particles, those magnets are immense, too. There's no way of really comparing the energetic magnets to actual magnets. But please understand that this magnetic energy is no lightweight. And this is especially significant because much of the astral is negative, guys, as is true of our own thought form body. Okay? Now, let me explain a little bit more. The way these energetic magnets work, as I said, 
like thoughts are attracted to like thoughts. So if you think, oh, gosh, this is so much fun, not only does it go into your thought form body, adding to the already uh, the thought form that's already there of it's so much fun, but it moves into the astral as well. And every single time anybody in humanities have ever thought it's, too, it's so much fun, this is so much fun, that thought form, that astral identity is going to be empowered with the thought of it's so much fun. Okay? Now, because so many people have thought that, that, that energy identity would be huge in the astral. But let's look at something, you know, something a little bit more negative. Let's say we resent a loud, obnoxious, inconsiderate person. Maybe it's a neighbor, maybe it's a coworker, whoever. And there's part of us that sort of wants to teach them a lesson, okay? <laughs> now, it doesn't, even if we don't ever teach them a lesson or we never move into sort of the revenge <laughs> uh, action, that thought form, once you've thought it exists, it moves into your thought form body. It also moves into the astral. Now, <laughs> imagine how common thoughts of revenge or I want to get back at or avenging. Think of how often those thoughts have been played through someone's mind, through infinite number of people's mind on this planet over the time just how common they are. You you look at the primitive societies and you look at, you know, cultures that hold eye for an eye belief systems, whatever. There are so many thoughts like that, that even though in modern day we may not act on the thoughts of revenge or we may not act on getting back at somebody, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Overall, revenge is almost as common as a basic instinct, you know, and so the magnetic power of the astral revenge is so in huge, it literally dwarfs the magnetic power of fun. Okay, I'm hoping you guys are getting the sense of it. But I want you to understand that this energy in the astral, whether it's similarly as it is in our own thought form body, this is energy. It is soulless. It is mindless. And it is willless. In other words, it doesn't have its own will. What it has, though, is that magnetic energy. And this magnetic energy operates strictly through that magnetic process. So there is no soul directing the energy. There is no um, will and no mind that is directing the energy. So how does this affect us? How does it affect... Um, how, how, what is the interaction between the individuals on the planet and the astral? Because this is really the, the nut of the matter. This is the heart of the matter. And this is another quote from the higher self. They, they say, an individual's soul, thought forms, and the astral work together in a cooperative manner. All human thoughts move into the astral. Simultaneously, a soul's own thoughts magnetically attract to it like energies contained within the astral band. Thus, there's a constant feeding back and forth of that particular vibration. So not only are our thoughts feeding the astral, but we are magnetically drawing in astral thought energy back to us. Okay? 
So it is a give and take here, a continuous feeding back and forth. Now, the accumulation of the magnetic energy in our own thought form bodies and in the astral means there are magnets everywhere, guys. What's the effect? The effect is simply that continual dialogue that occurs between these two force fields of energy on a moment-to-moment basis. Our force fields of energy and the astral of the force field. So the like energies continually attracting to like energies. Thoughts that we have in our thought form body are empowered by the like energy in the astral band. And then we have more thoughts along those same lines and they move back to the astral. We're completely unaware of this interaction. It's just, we're completely unaware. I would be unaware if the higher selves hadn't told us this many, many, many years ago, three decades ago. Now, it's difficult enough for us to move past our own entrenched patterns because they're pretty difficult. But what we have because of the astral is we have an endless reservoir of thought energy. And this endless reservoir empowers what we're already carrying. So as we neutralize and get rid of the layers of our own negative thoughts or our own belief systems or that don't work anymore, our own hurts and wounds and, and whatever, if there's anything left, we still have something that can attract in like energy from the astral. So... Why would why does this mean it? So I mean, this is, makes it even harder for us to move past some of our entrenched patterns. Now, if this isn't something to fear, this isn't something to like freak out about, but this is something to simply be aware of that, and to be and to respect that, because with understanding comes power. And so, I will be helping you all throughout the next several weeks, understand the astral more and more, and how to include it in your healing sessions. It's very important for the humanities, and it's very important for each individual, as well as the total, all the societies, the cultures, everybody here. And it becomes more and more important as the planet continues to build up speed due to the evolutionary thrust and its own evolutionary process. And all of us are being moved faster and faster through our issues. We we take them on our own timing, but it's all telescoped. We can't skip over any issues. We can't miss anything. Um, say, oh, well, that's too hard. I'm going to let that one go. No, in this time, we're all being brought face to face with the issues that we need to clear. And so working on the astral and working on reducing the astral effect on all of us is absolutely really important. Now, again, I'm being very general in this nutshell kind of introduction, but this is just really what I wanted to cover today. So now I'm going to work on healing. And what we're going to do is we're going to heal the astral. Just as we can neutralize our own thought form bodies, we can also neutralize the thought energy. Again, it's soulless and mindless and willless. It is as the divine energies are as capable in the astral as they are for each individual. Please understand that the doing it on the radio show is a powerful 
place to do it from because we are going to be joining or I'm going to be in the healing many, many individuals and the light that it will be available for the astral healing will be enormous. And I want to bring to your attention that there's some very evolved uh, beings in the working in the astral, working to neutralize it because having a more neutral astral is very, very important for this new age process that we're entering and, and in. Understand that no matter what you neutralize, because there's billions of people on the planet, the astral is being reinforced and re-empowered over and over again. So this is an unending process, so to speak. It never is over. By neutralizing the more negative sides of the astral, it, it lessens the degree of interaction that individuals have with that astral plane. It lessens the magnetic attraction. Instead of coming, you know, coming in like a hammer, it can it will come in more like a, you know, I don't know, oh, somebody slapping you on the wrist. Um, and I don't know if those are particularly accurate, but we can we can definitely reduce the impact, the huge impact of this astral energy on all of us. Okay, so I want everyone to get comfortable. We're going to be working on whatever comes up in the astral. I want you guys to be neutralizing for yourself. So we're going to be sending light to help with the neutralizing of the astral itself. Uh, the energy may, in fact, be given out because there's going to be so much energy at play here. There may be enough light that could be shared with the conglomerate ast uh, astral. But right now, we're just going to focus on our own planetary astral. It's It's enough. So... Everybody comfortable? I want you to just focus on my voice. Allow in the, allow the mind to quiet. Allow the mind to bring in that focus of attention. And I want everyone to begin to focus on the now moment. Now the now moment is being set up, and just like it did last week, I see it also encompassing the planet Earth. I don't know if you all listened to that archived as yet, <clears throat> but. The higher self shift, shifted the symbol from the wheel to the planet. So the planet is at the center, and basically all of the listeners, known and unknown, past, present, and future, are now sh being shown to me uh, symbolically standing around the planet. And there are listeners from all over the globe, um, maybe not that many, but they're, the numbers are growing, and this is great because... We're getting in the future listeners as well. Um, but also, we are now going to be addressing the totality of all the humanities. Okay? We are going to be doing a healing not only on just the listeners, but on the totality of the humanities and the totality of the astral. Okay? So right now, I see the now moment has been set up. It's surrounding the planet and all of the humanities. Okay, now I'd like each and every one of us to focus on expanding that now energy to encompass the past nows, the present now, and the future now, so that this forever now moment does come into existence, and it is bringing, the earth is part of the forever now moment, so we are going to be addressing the humanities of all times, their past, present, and future nows, and the astral, because the astral represents as you now understand, the thoughts of all the humanities of all times. So it is 
an incredibly huge symbol. And it's not only encompassing, and I'm not only seeing it as the planet and symbolically the humanity standing on the planet, but I also see am seeing a symbolic picture of the astral planes, the force fields of energy around the Earth. And basically what I'm seeing um, is that same symbol that they that I read to you in the um, the quote and that I described. I'm seeing layers of darker energy surrounding all of us, and it's we're all in it, okay? And I see the darker energy, and then it's progressively moving into lighter and lighter energy as the astral. It's 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 just very very interesting, and um, we're taking on a lot to. <laughs> We're taking on a lot. We're hopefully not, you know, I hope, hopefully our eyes aren't bigger than our stomach. But I really feel like this is going to be an incredibly powerful show. And I, want, again, want to thank everyone who was part of it, even if it's a, listening to the archive. Okay, so we're now within that forever now moment. I want everyone to begin to power up their pure soul essence. Bring that focus of attention to the pure soul essence, that divine sunlight we all carry within, okay? The planetary pure soul essence is also being activated, and we are now intensifying it and moving it in through and around the totality of the physical beingness of each and every one of us and of the planet itself and moving into each and every one of our etheric bodies and the planet's etheric bodies, including the astral, okay, and then filling the forever now moment. So we've brought in an incredible powerhouse of divine light. And, wow, I'm just wondering why it's so bright to me, so intense. I, I don't know why it doesn't just neutralize the entirety of the astral immediately, you know, that's just my pea brain trying to figure this out, but I do still see the astral layers within the lights, so I'm not sure exactly, you know, I guess it's that same old question that we all ask, you know, why doesn't this divine energy just fix us, you know, like why do we have to do any directing and all of that, and the astral is part of the free will kingdom, even though it is willless in nature. The I'm, I'm assuming that some free will issues are at play here. So I'm going to now ask the higher selves really help me here with directing how we should all proceed. Um, okay. Oh, okay, that's interesting. They're having me work on individuals and the as the as I call out patterns from the individuals the astral patterns themselves uh will be they'll be the light will be addressing the astral as well so the light is going to be addressing <coughs> the individual patterns and then we'll be moving in and neutralizing the astral the matching astral pattern so instead of starting with the astral which is what I thought we would be doing they're starting with all the individuals so okay as individuals we want to move we want to really begin to move our focus of attention to the patterns that we wish to release into our own light and we we are going to start okay where are you going to start okay conflict that's what's coming up first conflict 
conflict of any type, the um, the conflict in belief systems is a big one. A lot of belief systems fighting each other and uh, at war, and war is a big one. War is a big, big issue within the astral. There are actually uh, altered realities, which I haven't talked about yet, waging war. They're energy identities. They are not real people, but they're raging actual wars uh, right in the astral. So conflict and war. Whoa. Okay, thank you, Higher Self. Conflict and war. I want everyone to, because we've all been part of wars, I want us to release the warrior um, now, warrior is often used as a very positive term. But in this case, I'm asking that we release and neutralize the part of the warrior that has partake, has, has experienced wartime. You know, the, the battles, the deaths, the hurts, the, the losses, the, um, fighting one another, fighting rather than understanding, conflict. So it's that part, not the inner warrior that some people like to, you know, think of themselves battling cancer and those kind of things. It isn't about that, but as you release, understand at the soul level, you will make the decision as to what aspect, it's always in your highest ideal, the higher self, the the originating source, they will never, ever... um, cause you any harm or hurt so and as a matter of fact i just realized we need to amalgamate with the totality the higher selves they were already here so i forgot to say it in words and the originating source of all there is we were already uh, amalgamated with the originating source the amalgamation moves in almost automatically now because we do it on such a consistent basis And so it came in, and I forgot to mention it. So we are, but I'd like to bring it to the consciousness. It's important that you you understand that we are fully amalgamated. And now I want everyone to begin to release this conflict, the war, being at war, um, uh, and all of the feelings underneath, the misunderstandings, the misconceptions, the misinterpretations, the, the belief systems around feeling that that we need to gain territory. This is very old. Um, patterns, you know, we need to gain status, we need to gain power, you know, we need to whatever, those, um, there's a lot of belief systems behind here that were very much a part of society uh, in the earlier days, not, I don't mean just this society, I mean over the millennia, Um, when we first evolved from animals, it was um, very dominant in the you know, just survival. And when you ran into people, you know, if you if they were in your territory, you might have a war because it would threaten your food system, your your food sources. So there's um, a lot of war, and it's uh, a lot of you know thoughts around war, around conflict that we all carry. And the higher selves are absolutely having me uh, encourage you all to let it go. Now I want to. Just bring to your attention as you're releasing, the light is pulsing in and finding all the war thoughts, habits, emotional responses, everything. I've only talked about thought, but it carries uh, much, much more, just as our own etheric bodies carry much, much more. And so I'm seeing 
some of the light, just symbolically the higher selves are showing me an actual war in the astral. I'm seeing it <clears throat> symbolically, and the light is moving in, and it's beginning to dissolve the war activity. It's as if the, the energy identities are putting down their weapons. I'm still seeing them, but they are putting symbolically putting down their weapons, and they're just kind of looking at one another. There is a, a, a shift. There's a definite shift. There's a definite um, cleansing or clearing or balancing here. And the now they, the battlefield seems to be disappearing and all the stuff that we often see on battlefields, you know, um, guns and barbed wire or walls or turrets or tanks or any of that kind of thing, that kind of stuff is also beginning to disappear off of the battlefield. And so the light is doing a very good job. Thank you all for sending that light. I want everyone to also go into their own uh, releasing system and move out uh, your own activity in war, known and unknown, because you're not going to know. I see battles with spears. I see battles with bows and arrows. I see battles with guns planes, trains, and automobiles. I mean, there's a lot of uh, battles that we have been part of, and I want us to release all of that conflict, all of that warring, all of that hurt that we've heaped upon one another, man's inhumanity to man. And the it came from a place of not fully grasping that there were choices, because in, in the early days there were few choices, or certainly fewer under the much less understanding of choices. I mean diplomacy, who would have ever thought of diplomacy in uh you know, in the caveman days or diplomacy in uh the Middle Ages. You know, there there just were the, diplomacy is a relatively modern concept. Didn't mean that people didn't try to prevent the war, but they didn't have the same kind of tools that are we have now and one of the biggest tools we have is to neutralize this war this whole war thing and the higher self um well i i think that's going to come at a later time the so i want all of us to just release that and release the the idea of domination dominating uh, the the more negative uh, ideas about power, the ideas that having power is important because then you can dominate and control. This is part of a lot of the astral, and it's part of the warfare thing, but I see it moving into different parts of the astral as well. It's part of many different patterns, and I want all of us to release the idea of dominance and needing control, needing to... Uh, be better than, needing to hurt or harm, you know, whatever, known and unknown, and all of the misunderstandings behind it. And so let me see what, what's coming up from this. This it has to do with uh, slavery. Um, slavery was very much, uh, th this kind of pattern was very um, prevalent within the slave systems, whether it was the modern-day slavery that we had here in this country and, and, and or slavery just that evolved over time. I mean, neighboring tribes would war one another and would take 
the the one that won, the tribe that won, would take some of the other uh, people from the tribe as slaves. So slavery has been around from really the earliest days of humanity. So this is all part, this domineering, this needing to control, this needing to manipulate and needing to use. It's needing to uh, get something on somebody else's back at somebody else's expense. And so let's go, guys. We want to release. Now, I'm not saying anybody listening to the show does that now. Probably nobody does. Probably everybody tries very hard not to gain something at the expense, at somebody else's expense. But we've gone through so many eons of lives. We've all done it somewhere, sometime, probably many multiple times. So let's release that, doing something at somebody else's expense, needing to control, needing to dominate, needing to be first, needing needing the status, needing to be uh, the winner, needing to be better than, all of that kind of thing. And we're sending and we're pulsing in the light all through the astral I do see the slavery issue being addressed very big time. The slavery issue is being addressed. Um, interestingly enough, I'm seeing it in various pockets around the globe. Um, I'm seeing it in the in the you know Africa, Asia region uh, quite a bit, Middle East. I'm seeing it both in North and South America. I do not see it much in um, going on specifically in uh, majority of Asia, although there is some, and not much in Australia. But we, we, we've we all been everywhere. So wherever you live, if you may not have it in your particular area that much or even historically not that much, but let's work on sending in the neutralizing for that slavery pattern. It's very, very prevalent, and we want to... We want to neutralize it very, very, very intensely. So we're we're releasing. Now we want to release both being a slave and being a slave owner. Now we've we've we have um, been working on the domination part, but part of domination is someone has to be dominated. So we want to release all the parts that we carry of being inferior, being a slave, being. Uh, the back that somebody else has stood on in order to get to a higher point of power or whatever. We want to we want to release all of that too. And that oh my gosh, I'm seeing that being addressed in the astral and it is I'm hearing and feeling a tremendous amount of pain and suffering. So please everyone release pain and suffering. Because the pain and suffering I feel it you know, like that picture the scream that 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 um, very famous oil painting, and of course I can't remember the artist, but you all heard of it, I'm sure. Um, that's really what I'm experiencing coming from the astral. It's just a symbolic of the con- conglomerate scream of suffering from those who have lost, who have been, uh, whose backs have been stood on by many. Okay, so we want to release all of that. We want to release our own scream. I want everyone to let it go. Uh, you can see it coming out of your mouth. You can see it coming out of the throat, the top of your head, your heart. There is so much suffering here, and I want everyone to release that. 
Uh, we want to re always release both sides because we carry both sides. And the astral carries both sides. That suffering is a very, very big part of the astral. So the light is moving in through and around the suffering pattern. Um, and these kind of energies empower current day suffering. Okay? That's why we don't want to have the astral carrying this suffering. But I do see... The light is really getting its really getting to it, guys. You're doing a good job. I'm really seeing it lightened up. The screen now is more of a, you know, more of the level of sort of a fake screen, screen instead of this deep, booming, horrific scream that I saw first. It's more like a scream that maybe uh, a person would do, one person would do. It does not carry the same energetic weight just much less. So I want us just to keep releasing not only from ourselves, but sending the light into the astral to have it be neutralized as well. The scream, the suffering. Okay, now this is a pattern is coming up. It's not one I've expected, but it, I think it's sort of part of it. And it's the, um, the incredible, I see it, I see it as manual labor. Um, the hard, hard manual labor that so many souls on this planet have had to do from the beginning of time, the beginning of their time here, the, the manual labor, the evolutionary process of the humanities have brought us all into so many difficult environments. And that's what I'm seeing is the struggle to survive the struggle either the weather was horrible the natural environment was difficult it was either freezing cold or burning hot not enough water not enough food um, a lot of war going on but but really the struggle to survive this survival of the fittest this is so interesting who the heck would have thought this anyway so we we want to release that absolute bone-breaking struggle that we've all had to survive, to, to, to get food, to get shelter, to, to procreate, to raise children, to uh, take care of others. Whatever we were doing in so many lives, was, there was so much struggle. And that's what I'm feeling is that there's just this struggle going on within the astral as well. So... And this feeds all of our struggle patterns. And how many people, I know I have, felt even now, oh, I'm struggling to get this book out, for example. Um, so we've all gone through struggles. And so we want to release this very deep pattern of struggle. This is a global pattern. It is a timeless pattern. And it is one that we've all experienced. So we're carrying it. We want to neutralize it, release it out into our light, and simultaneously Send the light into the astral to neutralize the struggle. And um, there was a lot of death and dying due to this struggle, where the work was so hard or the odds were so against the struggle that there was no way that we could survive. It was our only chance or only choice at the time. And so there was just all of this, oh, my God, I'm just feeling, oh, my gosh. That hit me right in the heart, guys. The loss 
the death and dying, you know, the struggle, you know, an earthquake goes off, not an earthquake, um, a volcano goes off, and the, the, the town is racing away, the people are racing away from the lava, the ash, the burning embers, uh, dying as they go, the skin falling off their body uh, from the heat. I mean, we're talking, I don't mean to be too you know, graphic, but the struggles that we've gone gone through have been massive. Dying of cold, dying of starvation, dying of, you know, trying all we can to prevent it. And that's the physical struggle to just keep going, keep going, keep going so we can find food, we can find shelter, we can um, protect our families or whatever. So we want to, this is in addition to war, because there's so many struggles in war, but this is a manual survival of the fittest that's coming up right now. So that's what we want to get, we want to release. Um, We want to let go of, and all that it means, all that it means for us in the current day, and I can't say what it's going to mean for each individual, but there could be a struggle financially or a struggle with career or a struggle with relationships. All of those struggles, let's just release the general struggle that we all carry. The the idea, the, the misconception that struggle is just a part of life, we can't avoid it. That it is normal and natural and the way it is. The acceptance of struggle. We want to release the acceptance of struggle. And that, too, is being addressed in the... In the astral, and I'm seeing this massive picture of people manually slaving. They're not actually slaves, but manually working in the fields, uh, beginning to stand up and stretch their backs and put down their hose or whatever symbolically they're carrying to, to um, in the fields. I just happen to see this in a sort of an agrarian vision. But I see them now walking away from the struggle because the they, the astral is releasing its own uh, intense magnets of struggle. Okay. Now, what happens when we neutralize these energies, by the way? They move into the very highest levels of the astral. So what we're doing is we're transforming the astral from being heavily weighted in the more negative areas, even though over the years it has lightened. We're transforming the astral itself so that the this thought energy is moving into the higher levels of the astral. So the astral is shifting its um, the balance or the ratio between the positive and negative, just what we do. The more negative we we neutralize and the more positive we empower, we shift the balance in our own energetic field, which shifts how how we materialize our outer reality. And so that's what's happening now. So, And the the workers in the astral, the astral workers is what the um, higher selves call call them, they use that higher lighted energy to continue with the neutralizing of the astral itself with a lower layer. So that energy is in use and it um, very much helps the whole planet because it's part of the transformational process that's ongoing in that astral arena. Okay, so 
Let's see if something else is going to come up. But meanwhile, just keep removing that struggle. That That's one I don't know that I've ever addressed. I certainly have never addressed the survival of the fittest kind of thing, the struggle just literally to stay alive. I don't know that I've ever addressed that. So I really encourage you. There is so much to, to let go with that, that pain and the suffering and the um, all the difficulties that we've gone through. And, of course, known and unknown. Uh, we're just certainly not going to know them all. We don't, we, no matter how many past lives you know, you probably only know a drop of the bucket. So we're just never going to know all that we've gone through. And so we want to just continue to let that go. All right. So what else are you bringing to my attention, please, higher selves? Um, okay. This is also unexpected, but what came up for me was isolation. Now, they immediately showed me the uh, the symbol of Australia. Australia had, was um, disconnected from a larger land group, I think, about 40,000 years ago or something. Um, and so it became isolated and everything continued to evolve within its own uh, territory. And the um, so that was the image that came up, but the isolation pattern is is prevalent across the globe. In the very early days of man, the men were often operated in a very isolated way. You know, bigger towns, uh, cities certainly, uh, bigger communities did not develop early on. In the early, you know, hundreds of thousands of years, uh, man and early man just moved out across the globe in different patterns and different, um, uh, you know, spread, journeyed around the globe in their own way. And so in the beginning, they're just, you know, they would go into an area, there wouldn't be any other people there. So there was isolation back then and isolation continued. Isolation, oh, okay, this is interesting. Isolation was used often as a punishment, and that's the area that the higher self really want me to address, is that isolation, uh, some of it was normal and natural, like in early man days when there just literally weren't that many people on the planet, but also isolation used as punishment. We've all been in isolation. We've all felt alone. So that, let's get just go ahead and get rid of that, and we can also work send the light into the that kind of isolation, that alone feeling. But what came up, which is very interesting, I've never worked on this either, is the use of isolation for punishment. Now, of course, we all know the prison systems, you have solitary confinement. Back in the days of castles, you know, someone was put in the tower, you know, that kind of thing. And there were ways from over many eons of time where isolation was used as a form of punishment. So I want everyone to not only let go of the patterns where where we've all experienced punishment through isolation, okay, where we've been alone, we've been helpless, we've been powerless, we've been at somebody else's control. Sometimes we, we didn't eat enough, we weren't given enough food, we certainly often were never bathed, we never had, we never were able to bathe or exercise, and it was a very slow uh, process to hurt, to harm, and often to kill. So 
so we want to, I know it sounds really extreme, guys, and I'm sorry, but that's that's what the higher self want to address today. So we are letting go the isolation that we felt, the punishment that we've all experienced in an isolated state. There have been those of us, probably many, that have been buried alive, for example. One of the worst ways we've been isolated as punishment. So we want, and this isn't the accidental burying alive, but certainly there we have been probably accidentally buried alive. But um, we're, we're talking about isolation, somebody's intention. Somebody intended to isolate us as a punishment. Even now, as parents, don't we sit somebody in a corner, we send somebody to their room. That, this whole pattern of using isolation as punishment is prevalent everywhere. I've never in my life and all the time I've done this work ever worked on this pattern. So yippee skippy guys, this is a new thing coming up. How it affects us, I'm not 100% sure since it's new and I don't have and you know I don't have time to sit sit back and analyze um and work on myself, which is really a good way to get that I get information about it, but just in general, we know that this is a very common pattern. You, we, we experience it in the classroom. Somebody is put in the back of the class. Somebody has to stay after school, uh, in detention. <laughs> There's isolation everywhere in our lives, and I want everyone to release it. If it weren't important, the higher self would certainly not have brought this to, to me. So, okay, so guys, we want to release this isolation that we carry and also send the light into the astral. And it's almost as if there is a giant, what I'm the image I'm seeing, which is so silly, um, but it's like there's a giant um, cement box. It doesn't even seem to have windows and doors. I don't know. It's just like this giant box. And, oh, I guess it does have, and it's just where everyone puts in whatever they want to get rid of. And and it's interesting because Australia was also used as the home for the criminal element from England for a long time, as I'm sure all of you know. So the the criminals were taken away from the society and isolated in Australia. So the this... This is deep, guys. There is a lot of isolation around here, uh, around this globe. It's part of the force fields of energy within the astral, very, very prevalent, and we want to neutralize and release this isolation um, pattern as that is used for punishment. Now, each and every one of you, as your own directing identity, you can be uh, you can be releasing anything else around the isolation pattern, maybe. Some of you have an isolation pattern in many different ways and you want to focus on that. Go right ahead. This is your uh, healing. You can use it as you wish. And if you're listening to the archive, just press that pause button and go ahead and continue to work. You know, be your own directing identity. Take an active participation in your own healing. I'm just giving out what is important from the part of you of the astral, but we all carry it. We do not want to um, we do not want to have that added magnetic energy affecting our lives. No, thank you. But the best way to do it is to neutralize our own stuff, and then that magnetic energy has nothing to attach itself to. There can be no connection. If we don't carry it, 
We're not drawing in the magnetic energy uh, that the astral carries. So let's just continue to release, continue to release, and continue to release. Okay. The higher self are indicating that, that, that a lot has been done. They want us just simply now to focus on the pure soul essence that we all carry and the pure soul essence of the planet Earth. And we're going to now just beam more light into the astral for the astral workers to direct as they're going to direct. The higher self say it's enough for us to address today for uh, our own, you know, releases and for the planet, but they do want to, I'm, I'm feeling, um, they don't really feel like we do in the sense, but, it, it, but there is a sense of gratitude here for the work we've done in the astral. Uh, it is, as I've said, extremely important um, because it affects each and every one of us all day long, every day, and it's, for the most part, we're completely unaware. And so... Now we're bringing it into a state of awareness, and with awareness comes power, with consciousness comes power, and now we're dealing with it. Now I want to see an overall picture. And I really do see, now, you know, it's a symbol, but it feels to me like we have made a big difference in this astral energy feels like we've made a big difference. It's very exciting to me. And I really, really want to thank you guys. I've worked on the astral a lot, both personally, um, with, with some of my clients, and some of my groups. Um, I've worked a lot on the astral, but it feels to me like something very, uh, a very big step was taken today. The astral is seeming, seems to be really significantly lighter so thank you, thank you, thank you. There are, again, more things that will be coming out that we'll be working on. To I, I, want, I want to now just focus on the symbol of all of us standing around the earth, the earth itself. And I do feel, I want to call in balance and harmony. It feels more balanced. It feels more peaceful. It feels better to me. It just feels much, much better. I want to call in divine love and I want everyone to um, activate the divine love that they carry within the pure soul essence. We're adding the originating source divine love and let's pulse that out into the astral and it is going to be taken in by the empowering the higher frequency levels of the astral giving them, you know, we're empowering those astral levels so that the balance is shifting between the the ratio between the positive and negative, and it's really making a difference. And I want to call in divine forgiveness and divine understanding. Very important, this, this understanding. And divine clarity. Wow. Well, I'm really excited, guys. I really feel a shift in the astral. I'm checking around the planet to see if there's anything. Oh, there is something. What the heck is that? Okay. 
there's something, my attention's being drawn to something, um, I would say it's in the South Pacific area or near either New Guinea, you know, somewhere in there, and I can't tell. I know we've worked on it planetarily before, but there is something very dark there. I don't know what it is, but my attention was drawn to it, so I want to... I want to see if I can do something to make a shift there. Okay. Oh, just something very, very, very old. Something very ancient. What I can tell so far about it. But I would like everyone just to help me shed the light on it. I want everyone to send light. It's big. It's like towering up off the planet. Um, it's certainly bigger than a person. It's the size of a huge building, maybe. I'm seeing it symbolically looking down at it, so it doesn't seem that big. But if I were standing next to it, it would seem really big. And um, you know what that is? <gasps> Okay, this is this couldn't be any weirder, guys. But I'm speaking it out because that's just what I've learned to do. It's some sort of monster. Okay? Now, it's not an actual monster. It is a symbol of a monster. And it's, I don't know why it seems to be located there, but it's sort of the monster mentality that the global humanities have had that there are monsters around the planet, whether it was, you know, monsters in the sea or monster demons or monster uh, dragons, whatever. This is symbolic of a monster. So now we have tremendous amount of fear around the monster thing, you know, the boogeyman under the bed. The monster thing affects us in many different ways. So I want everyone to send in the light to neutralize this whole astral monster thing. It's, it's even though it doesn't seem that big, I, I'm, I think it had to be very dense for me to, to, to really get my attention taken because I'm thinking, you know, the healing is over. But the higher selves are indicating, no, it's not. We want to clear the whole monster mentality that the humanities have had from the beginning of time. We never understood why certain things happen, and part of us came to believe that there were monsters existing. And I'm sure every single culture, every society had their own brand of monsters. Um, some eventually moved into the mythical realm, but in fact, the astral is carrying a lot of this monster energy, and so let's neutralize whatever we carry let's release whatever we carry that is this belief system in monsters um and all of the fears all of the confusion all of the uh powerlessness that would come up because when you're dealing with a monster and you're just you know a man how can you you know and a dragon comes along what are you gonna how are you gonna handle it so all of this idea of powerlessness and helplessness also. And let's send the light into the astral as well and watch that light beginning to dissolve the monster. And the, 
the thing why it was so hard for me to figure out, it was sort of a conglomerate monster. There were wings, there were claws, there were funny looking heads, you know, <laughs> the hydra, you know, it was all, it was so confusing because it was sort of a lot, it was sort of the conglomerate monster, but now that we're sending light, I'm seeing it a little bit more clearly. It's as if the conglomerate is, bre is breaking down, and the each individual type of monsters, there's demon monsters, there's uh, animal monsters, there's human monsters, you know, like the devil kind of thing. There's all sorts of monsters that are part of this um, this symbol, and I'm watching it moving apart, the different monsters are moving apart, and the fear of, around it is it's definitely lightning. Um, they're looking more um, they're looking more normal. So the monster bird is now <laughs> you know, is now um, you know, even dinosaurs have that have given the planet people on the planet the ideas of monsters and so I'm seeing the bird one and this conglomerate looking a little bit like the Velociraptor or something that um, that we have in Jurassic Park, you know that kind of thing. It's not exactly that, but I'm seeing some sort of dinosaur-looking-ish ones that have, you know, our imaginations are are great. Okay, we are incredibly creative, and we have imagined all sorts of monsters over time. There's witches here. There's uh, uh, monster gods, there's monsters in the ocean. I mean, there's every kind of monster here you can imagine, and many that you, we probably couldn't. So I want everyone to send in the light, just penetrate, penetrate, penetrate this monster mentality, the the fears behind it, the beliefs behind it, the powerlessness behind it, all of that. And as we send in the light, it's just it's just working, guys. It's just working. I'm watching the light beginning to dissolve all of those energy identities and uh, the belief systems, the the confusion about it. There's a lot of helplessness here, and that's being neutralized as well. The, the whole idea that there's nothing you can do against a monster. The monster also entails, by the way, an, um, the idea that the that another community or another town or or a rival gang is monstrous, is so big, so powerful, so uh, hard to defeat. So that whole monster mentality is also being projected out onto groups of people. So we want to neutralize all of that as well, and from our own. Energy identities, let's release, release, release. However this monster mentality plays out for us, uh, whatever we're carrying around it, known and unknown, we do not have to define every little part of it. We're letting it go. And there is pain here. There is suffering. So let's let go more of that. Uh, and let's just work through this monster mentality. And, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing devils. I'm seeing... Um, I'm just seeing a lot of different forms and shapes and sizes, but the energy that the energy that we're sending to the astral is fantastic, and it's beginning to really neutralize. 
And I, I feel strongly that the neutralizing, that drawing my attention to this monster thing is very important because it generates fear. It, it triggers off uh, for us elements of fear that we've carried in the past about monsters and makes us move into the helpless pattern or the hopeless pattern. And that's what is really helpful. We don't want to have any energy from any realm or direction move into that. And surely the whole idea of monsters is still alive and well out out there in different places and different formats and different um, different situations and conditions all around the planet. It's still alive and well. And so we're not so what we're doing is we're releasing the the monster mentality where you see a monster around every rock or in every cave or coming out of every cloud or in every piece of water that you might want to swim in. You know, we want to release uh, all of those belief systems that the boogeyman is around the corner. It holds us stuck and it keeps us in place. And so let's let all of that go. Now, the light is doing a lot of good. It is lightened up, but it's not completely clearing the monsters in the astral. Now, that doesn't surprise me because it was a very, very dense, very, very dark pattern, and it was there for eons of time. The darkest ones are the ones that have been there for the longest time. But it has definitely lightened them so that the monsters are less monstrous. <laughs> they're they're more moving into sort of feeling mythical or feeling, you know, entertaining kind of monsters more than the density of a real monster. So that's good to me. So that feels like we've taken some good steps and now we just will continue to put light there and continue to release while I check around and see. And the higher self now are indicating, yes, the healing is done and um, they're closing down the forever now moment, which is the signal that they give me to indicate the healing is done. They are encasing virtually everyone, which is amazing. Everyone in that symbolic but very real energy, the cocoon, including the planet. Um, they're encasing the whole Magilla in that cocoon energy that will help us all continue to process if there is more that we can be doing and also to adapt and adjust to the adapt and adjust to the um, to the healing itself and all the shifting that has been going on in the energetic field and now I feel I'm backing off it's as if I'm taking a bird's eye view and I'm I'm going sort of into a higher um, frequency realm so that I can look down and perceive the astral from that bird's eye view. And it's actually looking a heck of a lot healthier than I thought it was going to look. So not some of it is because there's been ongoing work since the last time I checked in with the astral because I don't work on it all the time. But um, also a big part of it is today 
knowing also the the astral workers were were hustling right alongside us were utilizing all the light and the energy that we sent and so we've just done a lot today and we cleared some very very deep very old very basic patterns that um were essential are there many more yes of course and we will continue to work on the astral patterns and every single one of the humans on the planet understanding that if there is anyone on the planet that doesn't want to have the work done on them it will not be happening we're in a free will kingdom and we are amalgamated if at the soul level any individual does not accept the healing in any way does not want to participate whatever it is that individual will not be a part of it i didn't pick up a lot of resistance i wasn't really looking for it but i didn't pick it up just so it feels like it feels to me that in general people were moving with the healing and taking it in and releasing and activating their light and really working. Now many many most people 99.9% of the people have no consciousness about this healing even though they were part of it and that's okay. At the soul level those that took part they brought in their light and it it did great. The light was unbelievably powerful. Okay. Um, yikes. With that, guys, I'm definitely in La La Land. Um, I hope you all got something out of it. Uh, there were patterns there that I wouldn't have been able to figure out on my own. So, hey, I feel like we cleared personally and with the astral a lot of really good stuff. So thank you for being part of the show as always. Thank you, Tina, for sending me some feedback in the email. I really appreciate it. You know, um, I just feel it's important and helpful to the listeners to, to hear feedback from other people and if I got negative feedback, yes, I would read it on the show. Um, you did good. I want to thank everyone from the bottom of my heart for being part of the show. It just means the world to me, and it means the world to the world. Okay? We're, we're doing a lot of good here, guys. So thank you, and I, I hope you're getting the benefit that I mean for you to get. And I think you are. All right. So I'm going to end the show, giving you all my love and hope you have a good week and with that, until next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.